Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. As for now, nothing, um, it's no one out for the season. So we're still evaluating some some injuries. We'll add some guys that, that didn't practice, that could have gone in the game last week, but didn't practice as much. And I'm not going to play a guy in the game if, if they didn't really have a lot of practice time. And so we'll add those guys today. They'll be able to practice and participate and, and get ready for that Utah State game on Friday. Other than that, I think the only one that would be highly doubtful is Caleb Christensen, which is sad because he's, he's from that area and I uh, was looking forward to going back home and performing in front of his family and friends out there. But uh, that's the only one that's highly doubtful for now. All right, Gordon, BYU-Utah State going down on Friday. We'll have the game here on the Zone Sports Network. Our guy, Scotty G, on the call. Uh, but before we get to the football, big BYU news that came down about an hour ago. This is something that you've uh, talked about in column form, Gordon. But uh, BYU will play Notre Dame again. That oh. will happen. October 8th, 2022, so coming up very soon here oh, next nice. year. Uh-huh. And it will be at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Well, you're the one that thought that that would be uh, a, a great place to play that game. I think it's a terrific solution. Yeah. I really do. I think it's I, I think it's great. And, hey, the opportunity, if you're a big-time BYU fan, there that's a vacation excuse right there. <laughs> that's an excuse to fly, pile saying? into the family truckster and cruise on down to Vegas to watch your team play Notre Dame. Are you saying the BYU fans hit the tables? Uh, I don't know. There are a lot of things to do in Vegas, Gordon. Yeah, there are. Been there many times. I'm not much of a gambler, but I do go to Vegas, uh, have gone to Vegas through the years yeah. for many sporting events and spent a lot of time there. And I've gone there just to go to shows and whatnot. So that's that's really good news. And that tells you a little something about the progress in perception that BYU football is making. Uh, here's the quote from Tom Homo. Quote, this has been a process with a lot of back and forth to be able to find a return game in the series that would work for both sides. We feel very good about playing this game in Las Vegas where Cougar Nation always shows out and look forward to an incredible matchup and atmosphere. Says Tom That's going to be a hot ticket because Notre Dame uh, has been known to have a lot of fans. In a lot of places. Right. So there's going to be battles for tickets. And there's a lot of people that want to go to Vegas. I mean, that'll be a sellout for sure. Oh, there's no doubt. And But who's going to have the advantage crowd-wise? Probably depends on ticket allotment, I would bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame fans, the times that I've been to a football game at Notre Dame, I mean, people fly in from all over the world to watch Notre Dame play football. And so going to Vegas, I mean, where would you rather go, South Bend or or Vegas? To vacation? Vegas. So I'll be very curious to see who has the crowd advantage there because normally in Vegas it would be BYU. Uh, They outsell everybody down there, even teams in Las Vegas. But Notre Dame, I don't know. The Cougars may have met their match on that one. And that's why I think there will be real wrangling going on for those tickets. Well, I'll tell you this. You know, everybody, if there are people out there complaining, well, it was a return game for BYU that they owed and on and on and on. This was as good as you were going to get. Yeah. 
Yeah. They weren't coming back to Provo. It wasn't going to happen. It was a solution like this or nothing. And this is a really good solution. It's a great matchup. It's a great venue. And I expect it to be a fun game to attend. I, I would understand why tickets would be in high demand. And BYU may have the advantage. I'm not, I'm not sure of that. I, I don't know how that's going to go. Notre Dame uh, has so many fans everywhere, but... Yeah, that's that's good news. That's good news for BYU. They should uh, Tom Homo. Tom's on a bit of a roll lately. He, isn't he continues to be a magician. Is the is the statue for him done down there? Have they <laughs> signed him to a just a what what what's the contract LeBron signed with Nike? Where till death do us part. Right. Is that the the kind of deal Tom is inked down there? Maybe at BYU? even beyond that. Down <laughs> there, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He may be getting celestial money. But so wait, you guys are. You don't think at all, even a little bit, that he should have held Notre Dame to their contract? I don't think there was a way to hold Notre Dame to their contract. They signed a contract, didn't they? Yeah, They're but Notre freaking Dame. They break that stuff all the time. Uh, I think there's some principle involved here which, that you're okay, sacrificing. So which would you rather do? Would you rather get a bit of a payoff from Notre Dame, or would you rather uh, organize the game so that it can happen in, in Vegas? Which is better? Uh, if it's if it's my gig on the line, yeah, I've, you want to make the game happen. But there's a big part of me that there's a lot of pride being swallowed down there in Provo to say Notre Dame can do what they want, when they want, where they want. But they can. That's the thing. <laughs> I, but it still and, is but, not right. Some people are more equal than others, now, right? Now, I, I don't know this for a fact, obviously, but I would speculate that BYU could have taken a buyout on this game a long time ago. But they've been holding on to the fact that they want the game. And, and they're going to get the game. And I think they believe that they can have a lot of Cougar fans in that stadium. Well, here's I don't, the, I don't here's, know what their cut is. I don't know how that works relative to the way it would be if they were playing at Lavelle's. The biggest factor here is they can send sell this independently of both of their own television contracts to what I would assume would be ESPN, which gives you an additional buyout plus the gate where you probably just split it 50-50 and... BYU, I'm sure, will come away with more than they ever would have gotten from a buyout, and then it's worth it to Notre Dame to get up off the couch. You think Notre Dame splits it 50-50 with BYU? Uh, I was just about to say, if Notre Dame can do what they want, where they want, how they want, they're not doing 50-50. But to Austin's point, they owed a home game. So, you know, and they were going to have to pay out on that regardless, so why not create a scenario where everybody can walk away happy? I like it. I mean... But Austin is, you know, he's a little bit revenge-oriented. No, I get it. No, I I don't think— totally. (laughs) I honestly don't think Austin's alone in his opinion on that. I'm not saying it was the wrong move. I just don't like it as much as you do. I'm not dismissing it, but I do like it. So that's that's where we're a little bit different there. And I don't know how many neutral sites there are where BYU would outdraw Notre Dame. And could actually get them to come That's a place they could do it. Yeah. And, And I don't know if it'll happen. Because, like I said, the Irish have an awful lot of fans all over the country. See, and they could have, I'm sure, you know, suggested a neutral game long ago and said, we'll play at Soldier Field or something like that, and and Notre Dame would have gladly done it. But now that they've got that new stadium in Vegas, that's a big magnet. It is. It's a huge magnet. And, uh, I mean, BYU in particular should, should use that. But I would say Utah schools in general. Have Utah work out a big-time neutral site game against a big opponent down in Vegas? I'm, I'm sure you fans would, would gladly go down there. Oh, I mean, the beauty yeah. of that is, is not only is it a, a certainly reasonable drive, but flights to Vegas are, 
are extraordinarily reasonable and happen all day long. Which would you do, fly or drive? We've done that's both. All, that's always the question, going it's, to Vegas. Fly or drive? It depends on what I'm doing and who I'm going with. You mean if you're going with someone you actually like spending time with, you wouldn't mind being in the car? Well, do I need to go anywhere? Or am I just going to one spot and... Well, you can take that monorail. You can take, uh, you, you know, take a cab. You can take a limo. I don't. However, stay. you. Ride. I don't stay on the strip, man. <laughs> I yeah, stay, but you still got to get around. I stay in downtown you Vegas. Take an Uber. So, am I going to downtown Vegas and staying in downtown Vegas for the weekend, or am I doing other things? You other things. You're, yeah, definitely. No, no, no. no. I, the, the best Vegas trips are the ones you go and just stay in one spot. That's why you've got to pick your spot. Well. You like the old strip. That's what I'm saying. Downtown. Yeah. I see now. What's so great about downtown? Uh, it feels like you're actually in Las Vegas instead of some sort of fam- fantasy land. It's much. That's what Vegas is a fantasy it's, land. It's much more. It's much smaller. So there's if you are walking and going from casino to casino, you're not uh, investing half your day because they maze you in and out of God knows where. And uh, tables are much more affordable. Rooms probably usually a little more affordable. There's several nice pools. The the pool at the Nugget has a shark tank in the middle, which is pretty sweet. Is that where you usually stay? Uh, that's probably my favorite, yeah. Oh. All right. You don't stay in some dingy but, but why? But I don't. Somewhere. But that's the thing. I'll fly if I'm doing that because I don't, I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need my car. Just get a cab from the airport and then let the good times roll. Let the good times roll. But if I'm going down there with the fam, yeah, want the car. If I'm going down to play golf, car. Let's reset that Neil Pau bite we played during the update for a sec here, Gordon. I'm I'm curious as to to what you think about what Neil said here because I wonder how these players really view this particular game BYU Utah State. Here you go. I've never seen Utah State as a rival. I know that we there's the wagon wheel and stuff, but I've only played them once. I didn't play them the, the last time that we won it because I was suspended. So, I mean, I just see them as another team. We saw Utah as another team, so that's what we're going to do it as. I don't know what the hell that means. Just another team, Gordon. Well, it, it, it's not just another team. Those were two very deep sides, right? Well, <laughs> it's not. No, okay, and, and and really to say it's not, I don't think it really does you any service, because you're going to have to bring some emotion to the game. Now you don't want to freak yourself out or freak your teammates out, but you've got to bring extra energy in a game like this. So Bronco always used to sell the just the other game. Why? What, okay, what? Tell me the pros to that. Not too high, not too low. You treat every game the same, kind of like. Uh, repetition, that sort of thing. You set a standard and you're expected to meet that standard all the time regardless of who you're playing. But now, that whether realistic? that's yeah, whether that's based in reality or not, I don't know. I I don't think it's just another game to the fans, certainly, but I always am curious how much that does trickle down to the players. Because it it obviously does. I mean you and I have both been on the sidelines for enough BYU Utah games that 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 juice trickles down to the players for sure. But I wonder with I mean that's changed probably a little bit with BYU-Utah, and I wonder how much is there with BYU-Utah State because it's gotten more there recently because Utah State's been competitive and won a few of these things, and it's gone back and forth. Back when I first started this job, Gordon, in the early 2000s, not a whole lot of juice to that game. Mm -mm. 
because Utah State was so bad. So I I don't know. I wonder. I I just wonder how much trickles down to the players. Not much to Neil Powell apparently. You think it emanates from the coach because there's usefulness to it. Obviously, there's some truth to that. I mean, you 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 can't freak yourself out like we were saying. But to bring extra emotion that is useful, I think that's one of the reasons that uh, that Kyle Whittingham has, uh, whether he admits it publicly or not, he has put a lot of emphasis on that Utah BYU game, and his team his team senses that from him, and they usually you know represent. Yeah. Yeah, and the, I, I think the same is true. They're going to go, and this is why. I don't think it would be as big a deal if they were playing in Provo, but since they're playing up at Maverick Stadium in Logan, that's going to be an emotional wave that hits them like a tsunami, and they're, they're going to have to be ready for that, and they're going to have to match that intensity and, and overcome it. And, you know, because sometimes, whether BYU think Neil Powell may think that BYU is the better team, and he should think that because everybody should think that about their, their own team. But if they don't fire up and, and bring uh, a bit of passion as players to this game, it doesn't matter whether Utah State isn't quite as good because if Utah State brings more of that and puts it to use in the right way, then that's enough to, to overcome. See, if I were coaches, I'd want to save that emotion for big games. When I wonder, we could debate whether this is a big game or not. I think I think it is a big game, but that helps to the juice from the rivalry. Like Utah, Colorado, we can all agree is super manufactured, right? Yeah. Like there's there's just no rivalry juice to that whatsoever. Still a league game though. But I mean, and you know. and when Utah State was so bad, ask hands ask hands about this. Well, maybe not hands because he's got a personal kind of feeling about Utah State. But when he was there. You know, was there a lot of juice to the rivalry? Because it wasn't a big game, because BYU would just pound them. So, I, I don't know. There's, there's got to be – rivalries are better when they're not one-sided. And I'll even throw Utah-BYU in there, even during the BYU's kind of drought, because the games, for the most yes. part, were close. Good point. They weren't, they weren't necessarily blowouts. There was a blowout in there and oh, some wider margins here or there. But for the most part, the games were really good. And you would say, I would say, for many of those close games, Utah had more talent than BYU did. But BYU was this close to making up for it yeah. because they were charged up for it. But I, I think, <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. Does it come from the local players? Does it come from the coach? Or, or, or does it come from the crowd noise? I'm not, the crowd noise is almost too late. You better have had it before that. Because then you might find yourself in a second in the middle of the second quarter, you're going, Wow, we've got to we've got to fire up here. So I don't I don't know. And the local players is a weird one because you're here and you get it and you've seen it over the years, but you also know everybody on the other side of the yeah. line, which probably takes some of the edge off too, you know, because it's like, oh well, he was my teammate at Bingham or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. I I don't know. The BYU-Utah State one is interesting. PK and DJ, and I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe we'll get to this and what's going on, but they had an interesting angle on it. You know, Utah State was loyal scheduling BYU through the independence. You know, should that be rewarded after BYU goes to the Big 12? Should they prioritize the in-state games and which ones? And it I, has become a better rivalry over the last 10 years. I love the in-state games. I think they should play them as often as possible. And even when, when BYU goes to the Big 12, so what? Keep playing it. 
That's always been my opinion as far as Utah goes, so I'm certainly not going to change it for BYU. Now, I know every once in a while people say, like this Notre Dame game that BYU just announced. You know, wouldn't that—okay, there are exceptions where it would be good uh, for them to play a team like that, but keep the in-state rivalry games as, as much as you possibly can because the fans love them. That's the split story of the day brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. More next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.